children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children children's bible journey with stories and songs just for kids we have a dramatized bible story coming up but let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome god if you believe in jesus you will trust him and you'll do the things he says to do when you have this kind of faith he saves you from the punishment that comes from doing wrong Verse 31, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Does it seem your life is turning out so bad? 
Like the laughing willow and the dancing dove A brand new brother born of love No more sorrow, only joy above Laughing willow and the dancing dove Laughing willow and the dancing dove singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. The enthusiasm and faith of Nehemiah was contagious. Many in that multitude went to their homes filled with zeal, encouraged to start immediately building Jerusalem and its broken down walls. But dear, we can't just get up and leave even for such a good purpose as helping rebuild Jerusalem. The crops need tending. Also, the few sheep and cows we have need... Remember what Moses and the prophets have been telling Israel all along. They're still telling us, make God first in all that we do, and he will not forsake us, but bless and prosper us. But we've worked hard, you and I, to stave off poverty and take care of our son. We've done better than many... 
We have a nice home. Our crops are fair and we... We have a nice home, yes. But how about God's home? His temple and his city. Everywhere in God's city are piles upon piles of rubble. So much that one is put to it to get through some of the streets. I'm going to Jerusalem and help build. It can be done. And I shall be a part of it. I'll go with you. For years, we've talked about rebuilding our walls. Just talk, talk, talk. Now we have a man who's going to do something about it. A man who says it can be done. Let's do it now. I'm going to take what few tools I have and offer my services. <laughs> it can be done. I'll go with you. I'll take a basket. Perhaps I can carry away rubble. At least do something to help. You, uh, uh, Governor of Judah, Nehemiah... I am but a priest, yet I must say unto you that I, I don't believe it can be done. We, we've tried to build the walls before, but the, the Samaritans and other enemies of Judah have always succeeded in stopping us. I, I have no reason to believe it'll be any different now. You're a priest? Yes, sir. As a priest, you are supposed to teach the people about God. Be an example to them? Yes, sir. You believe in God? Well, of course, sir. You believe God is all-powerful? Well, of course. Can enemies of God conquer God's people? Well, yes, sir. Israel was taken captive into Babylon. To name one instance, another is... Why? Why were the Israelites conquered by the forces of evil? Well, I don't know. Yes, you do. Why? Well, I, uh, I suppose it was because Israel had fallen away from serving and worshipping God and in God... Exactly. Uh... Now, on the other hand, have any of God's chosen people, as long as they did obey and worship God in truth and in spirit, have any of them been conquered or defeated? Take, for instance, Elijah and his servant, who were completely surrounded by a large and fierce army of the enemy... And the three worthies in the fiery furnace. Also Daniel himself in the den of lions. Well? You are right. God does take care of his own. Tell me, Nehemiah, what can I do to help? As a priest, you can circulate among the people and by words and action inspire them to have hope, energy, enthusiasm, and determination. Yes. Each man you help to become stronger will, in turn, help someone else to be courageous and strong. Yes. If you display zeal and high courage, others will feel it, for it is contagious. Yes, I believe it can be done. Of course it can. God is with us. He will help us. And if all men of Judah will do their best, the wall will be built in record time. We've tried building the wall before, Your Grace. What reason is there to think we can do it now? Oh, God is with us and will help. So will the King of Persia. Well, that's reason enough. What can I do to help? Under these conditions, I think it can be done. Yes, I'll help. It can be done, I'm sure of it. Now, what can I do to help? It can be Nehemiah organized the work, assigning the building of certain portions of the wall and certain gates to be the responsibility of definite families, groups, and factions. Your priest, Eliashib, will build the sheep gate and the wall from the Tower of Mia to the Tower of Hananel. Ye men of Jericho, start at Hananel and build the wall westward. 
Zakir, son of Imrai, you and your families will build... And thus small portions of the wall and the gates thereof were built by families and separate groups. Everyone pitched in and worked. Priests, rulers, physicians, shopkeepers, men skilled in the arts, old men, young men, even old women and mothers did what they could to make the walls of Jerusalem a reality. Some carried stone to the site. Some mixed mortar. Some brought the material as needed. Some carried away rubble. Your portion of the wall, it is not being built. We are nobles of Tikoi, above labor such as this. If ye build not, ye shall have no part in Jerusalem or Judah. Oh, uh, we will build, sir. People are busy. A busy people are a happy people. Ah, yes, Your Grace. They are busy doing a job that could not be done. Yet it is being done. The walls of the city are going up. continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
not be ashamed of asking, no matter how pointless it seems. But no, there are questions that have no answers, except for the answers you dream. Do you know what one of my favorite parts about the Bible is? The stories. I remember one story about a big giant and a little boy named David. Feel free to sing along with us as we sing about only a boy named David. Only a boy named David. Only a little slave. Only a boy named David, but he could pray and sing. Only a boy named David. Only a rippling brook. Only a boy named David, but five little stones he took. And one little stone went in the sling, and the sling went round and round. And one little stone went in the sling, and the sling went round and round. And round and round and round and round and round and round and round. And the giant came tumbling down. And the giant came tumbling down. Came tumbling down. Only a boy named David. Only a little sleep. Only a boy named David. But he could pray and sleep. Only a boy named David. Only a little brook. Only a boy named David. But five little stones he took. And one little stone went in the sling, and the sling went round and round. And one little stone went in the sling, and the sling went round and round. And round and round and round and round and round and round and round. And one little stone went up in the air, and the giant came tumbling. Okay. First, why are you here? I'm here to sell fruit. You want some mangoes? They are very good this season. I mean, why are you here in this country? I've seen pictures of where you were born. It's very beautiful. Oh, yes. Very beautiful. And the fruit, delicious. 
Then why did you leave that country and come to this one? Did you want to make more money? Not exactly. I could make money in my home country. Everyone loves fruit. So why did you leave? Because in my country, there was something missing. What? The freedom to be who I want to be. Even if what I want to be is different from everyone else. I want to follow my own way and raise my children to do the same. That's very important to me. Do you understand? So who do you want to be? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to find out. But here I can try. I can run my fruit market and talk to people about many things and worship in the way I choose to worship. If I don't want to worship, that's okay too. And my children can go to school and become whatever they want to be. That's freedom. It lets you be you, whatever that is. Well, I'm glad you're here. You're a nice man. <laughs> There, you see? That's one of things I want to be, a nice man. It's working. Jesus wants to be our friend. He has placed in our hearts a desire to share our deepest secrets and brightest hopes with Him. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. Boys and girls, this is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 7, Setting a Trap The next morning, Dee Dee crept silently out of the cabin so she wouldn't wake her parents. Zach looked up at her with pleading eyes. Okay, you can come too, Dee Dee whispered as she took the leash and hooked it securely on Zach's collar. At the horse corrals, Dee Dee climbed onto the fence and called softly, Angel, come here, Angel. The Appaloosa horse raised its head and stared at Dee Dee. Then it nickered and walked over to her. Hi, Angel, Dee Dee said, holding out her hand. Angel let Dee Dee pet her head and scratch her ears. Hi. Dee Dee froze when she heard the strange voice behind her. Don't worry, it's just me, Eagle Feather. Dee Dee turned around and saw a boy her age with jet black hair and black eyes who looked a lot like Ruth. I haven't seen you before, Dee Dee said. How do I know I shouldn't be afraid? The boy laughed and jumped up onto the fence too. Because I wouldn't hurt a fly, that's why. I was with my mom yesterday. That's why I didn't come and say hi to you and your friends. What's your name? My name is Dee Dee Adams. I live in Mill Valley. Dee Dee narrowed her eyes like she had seen Shorty do the day before when he was puzzled about something. Are you sure your name is Eagle Feather? Uh-huh, Eagle Feather said. Are you Ruth's brother? Eagle Feather nodded his head. You met my sister, huh? Yeah, she came over to meet us when we got here. Dee Dee forced a smile. Could Eagle Feather be the kidnapper, she wondered. Ruth said he likes to sneak around quietly. Zack tugged on the leash. Oh, I forgot to introduce Zack. He's my dog. Hi, Zack, Eagle Feather said. He waved at Zack. I wish I had a dog. Do you have any pets? No, my mom says we can't afford any, and Dad lives in an apartment building that doesn't allow animals. Dee Dee hopped down. Here, Zack, come and meet Eagle Feather. Zack wagged his tail as Eagle Feather jumped down and knelt on the ground. Zack walked right over and put his front paws up on Eagle Feather's knee and got his ears and head scratched. 
Zack is usually scared of people he doesn't know, Dee Dee said, surprised that he went right to Eagle Feather. But he seems to like you really well. Eagle Feather wrestled Zack to the ground, and Zack jumped back up, ready to play. Eagle Feather picked up a stick and tossed it. Zack ran after it. What are those on your feet? Dee Dee asked. Eagle Feather looked at his toes and then twisted his head to look at his heels. What? The shoes you are wearing. Oh, these are moccasins. They help me sneak around in the mountains because they're quieter than regular shoes. Dee Dee had an idea. Can you sneak up close to animals? Sure can. Eagle Feather looked proud. I do it all the time. Dee Dee tried not to act too suspicious. I should go back to my cabin, she said, when Zack returned with a stick. Can I play with Zack? Eagle Feather wanted to know. Dee Dee frowned. She didn't like it that Zack was so friendly with Eagle Feather. What if Zack likes Eagle Feather better than me, she wondered. Besides, she didn't want Zack to be out of her sight, especially after his repeated disappearances. Eagle Feather noticed Dee Dee's expression. That's okay, he quickly added. I have to go home and wash the breakfast dishes anyway. It's my turn. Dee Dee knew she had made Eagle Feather feel bad, and she tried to make up for it by coming up with another idea. I'm going back to my cabin, she said. Do you want to come and meet my friends? Eagle Feather hunched his shoulders and shook his head. Maybe later, he replied. Then he stuffed his hands in his pockets and shuffled down the trail toward Wild Horse Mountain Lodge. I feel really rotten, Dee Dee said when she got back to the cabins. Chris and Maria were rummaging around in their van. Chris poked his head out of the van. Where did you go, and why do you feel rotten? Dee Dee told them about meeting Eagle Feather and how she didn't want him to play with Zack. Now I feel rotten because I don't think he has any friends, she said. Maria hopped out of the van. I found it, she held up a Polaroid camera. It was under the seat. Great, Chris exclaimed. I told you I grabbed it before we left home. Maria looked at Dee Dee. Why don't you think he has any friends? Dee Dee sat down on her cabin steps. Well, I was thinking on the way back from the corrals that in a few days we will all be going home. Probably all the kids who come here for vacation have to leave after a few days. He probably doesn't even want to try to make friends because they'll just go away. That's probably true, Chris agreed. May I see the camera, Maria? Dee Dee asked. Maria handed Dee Dee the camera. Do you want to take a picture? Dee Dee was concentrating hard. I think I might have an idea how we can solve the mystery of who keeps trying to kidnap Zack. Sammy appeared in his cowboy hat and cowboy boots. Did I hear someone say mystery? Are we going to solve another mystery? Willie echoed, rolling up in his wheelchair with Coco on his lap. Maria waved for Jenny to hurry up and join them. Come on, Jenny, we've got a mystery to solve. The shoebox kids huddled closely around Dee Dee as she explained her plan. I've got a question, Chris said when Dee Dee was through. What are we going to use for bait? Everyone looked at Dee Dee. Willie spoke up. Or more precisely, who are we going to use for bait? heard today is a chapter of the shoebox kids book 10 adventure on wild horse mountain written by eric stoffel edited and created by jerry d thomas and used with permission from the pacific press publishing association if you're interested in any other books published by the seventh day adventist church please visit adventistbookcenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955 This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. 
Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net.